0: Hey, everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is September 7th. Today, we're going to continue in this week's Come Follow Me block, and honestly, we could probably spend the rest of the week in Section 98, but we're not going to do that. We're going to kind of come on through, and Section 99 is also incredible. It's a beautiful section all about missionary work and a man named John Murdoch, which we're actually not going to study much in Section 99. But I encourage you to study this section and to study the life of John Murdoch. He was an amazing man. He served a mission, came home, lost his wife, served another mission, came home, found out that one of his twins had died, served another mission, like he was consistently serving and doing things. Honestly, after coming home from a first mission and finding out that one of your children had died, to be called two weeks later to go out and to serve again might have felt like too much. Like maybe the church and Joseph was requiring too much of him. But something that I love about John Murdoch is that he seemed to have the same kind of understanding that Nephi had about who was giving the commandments. It reminds me so much of the story in First Nephi chapter 3. Remember, Lehi has received commandments of the Lord, he's seen visions, and he knows that his sons need to return to Jerusalem and to get the plates from Laban. It would be very easy for anyone, especially after making such a long journey, to get frustrated and to say, you know what, I don't want to walk the 180 miles back. That's too hard of a thing that's being asked of me. But I love verse 5 where Lehi's talking to Nephi and he says, now behold thy brother's murmur saying it is a hard thing which I have required of them. But behold, I have not required it of them, but it is a commandment of the Lord. It would have been so easy for John Murdoch to say, you know what, Joseph, this is a hard thing that you've commanded of me. But he didn't, because he understood the same thing that Lehi and Nephi understood, that it wasn't Joseph giving that commandment, that it was something that the Lord was commanding and something that the Lord was asking of him. And he always just had this great attitude and this quick desire to serve the Lord. So I invite you to learn more about John Murdoch and study section 99. But we're going to take a look at section 100. In this section, the Lord is now calling Joseph and Sidney Rigdon to go out and to preach a little bit. And they had the same concern that I think a lot of missionaries do and a lot of people who have to leave their families do. I absolutely love verse one of this section because it reminds me of my own mission when I was serving with one of my companions and on P-Day she had received a letter from her family talking about some trials that they were struggling with and she was so concerned and really, really struggling with the idea of thinking that they would be okay and that they would turn to the Lord in these trials. And as she was struggling with that, I turned to my scriptures and this was the verse that I saw. It says, Verily, thus saith the Lord unto you, my friends, Sidney and Joseph, Your families are well. They are in mine hands, and I will do with them as seemeth me good, for in me there is all power. And it was just such a great reminder that we could focus on what we needed to focus on because the Lord had made a promise that all was in his hands, that he, the only one who actually had power to do anything about this situation, was the one who was with them and blessing them. So Joseph and Sidney are given this reassurance that their families will be okay. And then in verse four, it says, Therefore, I the Lord have suffered you to come unto this place, for thus it was expedient in me for the salvation of souls. Now, I love this idea of what place we are in. If I were to ask you right now, where you are, where are you? We would all have different responses, right? Some would say, Oh, I'm in the Basement of my house, or I'm in my car. There are many different answers to that, but let's go a little bit deeper. Where are you right now in your life? What place are you in? Some people are in really great places, other people are in dark places and are struggling. We're all in a different place. But what I love about this scripture here is that the Lord seems to teach us that He has allowed us to come into the places that we are at so that we can be an instrument in his hands and help bring to pass the salvation of his children. It reminds me of the story of Esther in the Old Testament. If you'll remember, the king of Persia chose a Jewish girl named Esther to be his new queen. Esther's cousin and her guardian's name was Mordecai, and he offended one of the king's right-hand men named Haman because he didn't want to bow to him. Haman then received permission from the king to destroy all of the Jews in the kingdom. Esther fasted with the Jews, and they were trying to figure out what to do. And Mordecai came to Esther, and he said to her, Who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this? And he convinced Esther to go to the king and to plead for the life of the Jews, and to expose Haman. Now I love Mordecai's question. Who knoweth whether thou art come into the kingdom for such a time as this? Now I go back to my original question, where are you right now? What place are you in? If things are going really good for you, if your testimony is really strong, maybe you have come to this place, this good place, for such a time as this, so that you could be an instrument in the salvation of many souls. Perhaps you're struggling a little bit right now. But who knows, maybe you have come into this place for such a time as this so that you could stand as a testimony of those who struggle and those who still turn to God. No matter where we are, I believe that it can be said of us, like it said of Joseph and Sidney here in verse four, that the Lord has suffered you to come to this place, no matter what it is, for thus it was expedient in me for the salvation of. Of souls. Perhaps we are where we are, whether that's physically where we live for the purpose of saving souls and for blessing other people, or whether that's more metaphorically where we're at. But either way, we can use that place to reach out and to bless and to help save our Heavenly Father's children. It's my testimony that wherever we are, whether physically or whether emotionally, wherever we are, Our Father in heaven can use us in his great work. Going on in verses 5 and 6, it says, Therefore, verily I say unto you, lift up your voices unto this people. Speak the thoughts that I shall put into your hearts, and you shall not be confounded before men, for it shall be given you in the very hour, yea, in the very moment, what ye shall say. My friends, it's my testimony that we have come to this kingdom for such a time as this. Come to where we live, come to where we are. We have come to the earth now at this time in this dispensation for the purpose of furthering God's work. And we don't have to try to figure out how to do it by ourselves. We're made the promise here that God will teach us how to further his work. He will teach us what to do, what to say. He will put thoughts in our minds and in our hearts. And that it will be given to us in the very hour and the very moment what we should say. Elder Christofferson once taught, It is the Holy Ghost that bears witness of your words when you teach and testify. It is the Holy Ghost, as you speak in hostile venues, that puts into your hearts what you should say and fulfills the Lord's promise that you shall not be confounded before men. It is the Holy Ghost that reveals how you may clear the next seemingly insurmountable hurdle. It is by the Holy Ghost in you that others may feel the pure love of Christ and receive strength to press forward. It is also the Holy Ghost, in his character is the Holy Spirit of promise, that confirms the validity and efficacy of your covenants and seals God's promises upon you. My friends, I love the promise here, that it will be given to us in the very hour and the very moment, what we should say and what we should do. Oftentimes I feel like I try to plan everything out ahead of time. I try to know exactly what I'm going to say, exactly what I'm going to do before I even take the steps forward to begin doing it. But that's not the promise. The promise is, is that as we have faith in our Father in Heaven and faith in the Spirit and take those first steps ahead, then the Holy Ghost can testify to our minds and hearts what we should say and what we should do. My friends, I testify that no matter where we are, no matter what place we have come into, that perhaps we have come to that place for such a time as this, so that we could truly reach out and be a hand in the salvation of our brothers and sisters. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.